forget which one of them was saying it. He was like, you know, everyone's asked me why I have jujitsu matches against UFC fighters. And he was like, well, mostly because they were previously tested and I'm not. So it's a smart part for me. <laughs> Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Man, 2023, it's the end of the year. You've had a phenomenal year so far. Well, you know, you've had a phenomenal year. Three finishes, two 50K bonuses, the rise in popularity. And on top of that, I feel like getting the recognition, you know what I mean, for all the hard work that you put in for the years of grinding and grinding. How was 2023 for you? Yeah, you know, I think it was definitely a successful year, uh, taken in stride for sure. Uh, and it was great to accomplish the things I accomplished too, but just uh uh, acquiring some of the things I wanted to acquire just as a person as well, too, you know, and focusing on things with my family and things like that, too. So uh, I was really happy with how 2023 uh, played out. And, you know, I'm enjoying the end of the year as well. For sure. And were you able to to live in the moment? Absolutely. You know, I definitely and I feel like those moments, that moment will always be there. Right. You know, and I feel like because I embraced the moment, uh, I didn't have to overly live in that moment. Right. Like, uh like, uh, these moments are great, and it happened, and I'll be able to hold on to that forever. But then I can keep on enjoying and, and, and flourishing in the next moment as well. For sure. And, you know, one thing good about the moments that you've had, it's all recorded in history, right? There's, every, you know, like, everything's recorded. It's, you know, like, regular people, they work at a company, they get, like, a promotion. There's nothing recorded on that, you know what I mean? There's no proof, right? So it's it's a lot better for you, right? hundred percent. I could always go back and be like, yeah, hey, you know, well, hey, man, this is me showing that I gave it my all right here. You know, yeah, like yeah. I went all in. So yeah, it's nice. It's nice. So uh, and uh, one year ago, man, you were still fighting on the regional scene. Did you envision yourself doing all of this within a 12 month span? Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't know. I, I guess I have to say, yes, I did envision it. I saw it. Uh, did I know it was going to happen like it did or, or I, but I did believe, you know, I did believe it was possible for me. I always said, why not me? You know, what, what, what about me would not be able to embrace this type of, uh, this type of journey. So, uh, when it came, it was like, uh, it was like, man, all right, well, it's really here now. So we really have to embrace it really have to step into the moment. But, uh, I did see it, you know, I kept on saying it. And funny enough, I was on another podcast two weeks before I got the call and I said it, I was like, you know, I, really see myself getting into the UFC. I really see myself cashing in a bunch of $50,000 bonuses. And uh, and then here we are, you know, two fights later, and we did just that. So uh, it's been a blessing, to say the least. Uh, I, I couldn't have write a, wrote a better story. Um, so I've just been thankful, thankful for it all. Yeah, I was speaking with uh, Lerone Murphy. You know, he's had two near-death experiences in his life, and he's fighting for the UFC now, you know what I mean, undefeated. And he was talking about how, like, his hardships, like what he's been through in life, it actually helps him with his grittiness, with his, I guess, with his heart, like when he actually does fight. So it's hard to finish him. It's hard to do anything to him. You know what I mean? What about you, man? Has that played a part, like the hardships in your life growing up played a part in how you perform in the octagon? Absolutely. You know, and I, I don't think I, t I don't take anything in there with me like malicely anymore. Uh, there was a moment where I felt like I had to bring that aggression from things in my life with me. Uh, but I definitely bring a lot of that, uh, just working through those things, you know, being through those moments, being hurt, being in pain, going through it, being broke, being down and out, not being able to do the things that I want to be able, not being the person I want to be able to be. 
Uh, and I think that does translate into the cage of me because through all of that and overcoming all that, I step in there free. Like I've been saying that a lot. I step in the cage free, free of, uh, free of expectations, free of outcomes. You know, we always want the win, but uh, free of all that, that stuff, because in the face of adversity, I've overcome, you know, and for me, that's a big thing. And, and that 15 minutes, 17 minutes of time in the cage is a blessing and uh, I don't take it for granted. So yeah, absolutely. I think all these things in life have molded me into being able to really step into those moments inside of the cage. Yeah, that's one thing about, you know, if people haven't discovered you like before the UFC, then they just know those two fights. But even in those two fights, man, you do you do look like you're more free, like you're chasing after finishes. Like it's almost fearless in many ways, man. It's it's exciting. The style is exciting. And now you got this other guy, Gastel Balanos. He's going to face. Well, you're matched up with him before, but, you know, they re rebooked this fight. You know, this is a fight, I think, where like a casual fan could watch it and become a fan. Don't you think so? I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. And that's why I understood the matchmakers setting this fight back up. You know, uh, I think it's an exciting fight for the fans, for people who don't even watch MMA as well to come in and see, because uh, it's going to be fireworks, you know, like Gaston's proven himself on uh, multiple different scenes, you know, and now to be in the UFC taking a stride too. Um, so, and then like you said, for me as well, you know, I'm an exciting fighter. I come, I come to push the pace and finish guys too. So, uh, I definitely think that leads for a clash of, uh, and then both styles, right? How our styles are going to clash. So you look at us and it's like, man, it's gotta be fireworks, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Bologna, man, what do you think of his fighting style though? We know he's a striker, but besides that. Yeah, I think he's a striker. I obviously, this is MMA. He has to be working on his grappling. Uh, if he's not, I hope he is, because even if he gets past me, he's going to need it against other guys as well. It's You have to work everything. You have to know it all, right? But I do think he's more more Thai style, you know, more uh, – that's his base, obviously. Um, he, he did a lot of Muay Thai fights back in his day. I think he prefers that, that style. I think he likes himself inside of that style. Uh, but he has really good defensive wrestling, um, defensive jiu-jitsu. You know, he uh, – and he's strong. He's a powerful guy coming down to the weight class of 35, too. Um, so, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm one of those type of guys that's impressed with all these guys, right? Like I respect and am impressed with all these guys. It takes so much work to get here and then to stay here and then to be here. Uh, so I know what it takes to be, to do that. So I definitely have respect for him. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, you know, figuring out that puzzle and seeing how our styles are going to clash. In his debut, you know, a lot of people knew that he was going to come in and, and strike, but then he showed pretty damn good defensive wrestling in that, in that fight. what do you think of that performance? The same. I think he showed good defensive wrestling. You know, I feel like he had good conditioning as well. Uh, good strength, um, uh, good striking as well, you know, but yeah, that, I think the improvement, the other, the real improvements in this, in him was, uh, his, uh, grappling prowess for sure. Uh, I definitely saw that he had been working on those things and was calm in those situations as well. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I thought about it. You know, going back to the, to the fearlessness and, and, and your two performances in the octagon. What's going through your mind though? Like when you're when you when you're in there and you're just like standing in front of your opponent, what is going through your mind? You know, I just I'm just to be honest and not to be cliche or sound like a Jesus Jesus freak, but I'm just, you know, I'm just thankful and I'm just thanking God at that moment. Like thank you for putting me in this moment. You know, thank you for letting me be here. Let me step into this full and free, you know and uh and give glory to your name so literally i go in there with that type of feeling like this is what i get to do today like regardless of how this is going to end up praise be to you and you know and hopefully i could 
show more through you that, you know, that again, if you, if we hold on to you, that, that, that great things happen, you know? Like focusing too much on the result, that's not in your mind at all. Then that, and that allows you to be free. Yeah, even right now, it's not, you know, obviously, as a man, as a husband and a father and financials and all that stuff, we always got a plan for everything. And we'd like to get the most money out of it all. Uh, but yeah, I, I, for me, I just outcomes, I feel like the more I've, in my life that I thought about outcomes, the further away from myself that I became, right, the further away from who I wanted to be and how I wanted to exude myself, I, I, I came. But once I stopped caring, and stop focusing on outcomes or the returns on the investments that I'm trying to get, uh, if you would say. Uh, I feel like things started to add up a little bit uh, more, you know, and be more impactful. And it's it's something that's embraced my life, you know, and I want to take that with me everywhere I go. And obviously, we want to make smart decisions. And that's what I plan to do. I'm training smart. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm eating smart. I'm doing all these things smart. But at the end of the day, you know, it's all about self-growth and building. So that's where my mind's at. You've only suffered loss once. You know, how did that that fight impact you? Honestly, just as just as I do embrace my wins, but just as fast as I win, I embrace it. And then I'm and then it goes right, because it's like more so all the things that are real start to come back into me. The fact that I'm going to go home and kiss my kids and do my yard work and all that stuff. Right. So the same thing kind of happened with that one. Like, you know, there was a moment of, uh, of of sorrow, a moment of like, man, like I had more expectations for myself. The way I lost, I didn't like that either, you know. Uh, and it was definitely a moment of self-reflection for, for, for a split second there, you know. But just as fast as it came, it went. You know, I I once I got back up to the crowd too, once I got back to the people who love me, they they nothing there changes, right? And I have to realize that. And I think sometimes we forget that especially if we're doing the things that we should be doing outside of the case, forming real relationships, being good to people, you know, um, the people who really know me, know the work I put in, know what the work I put in the BME. And those people are going to be there when I'm in the UFC, when I'm out to the UFC, when I'm working a regular job, who knows, you know, and as long as I am holding up to the man that I stand to be every day, that's so much more important. MMA lab, man, you've been there for a long time. Anybody that knows the team and knows the people that have been working together, like you're a name that always pops up, right? With everybody, they're like, this dude can do everything. You know what I mean? I was like, who is this guy? And then now <laughs> you're fighting the UFC and they know you who you are. But uh, yes, people are saying, man, you guys have the best group of uh, like bantamweights, mm -hmm. you know, in the yeah. sport. What do you think? Do Because you, you go over there every day, you're competing with these guys. Yeah, no, I, I I agree, and I'm biased in the matter. You know, I know there's a lot of other great 35ers out there, but we have we do have a squad. We have like 30 35ers, all different types of styles. Everybody's very well rounded. Basics. That's one thing I love too. We're all very versed in the basics, and it's like we're all we're all our own artists because we paint different pictures with the basics that we've been given, right? Uh, and then having a great coaching staff too. You know, I've had some guys come in. Uh, that that travel from other places and they go, man, you guys get mitt, mitt work like this regularly and you don't have to pay extra for it. You guys get extra attention like this. And you don't have to pay extra for it. It's like, no, we form a bond. We formed the bond over years and years. And, and that was the outcome thing for me as well, right? Like I spent so much time with these guys, watching them excel for so long and being a part of their camps and then going back to work, you know, going back to work, a regular job, <laughs> taking care of my family, living a regular life. And, uh, to be able to do that and be happy for them, I had to stop thinking about my outcomes, right? Just be be a part of this thing. Be a part of this thing we call a team. Be a part of this thing we call a family. Every moment that I'm grinding, helping them, bipartisan, 
I'm being sharpened as well. You know, iron sharpens iron just as a man sharpens another man. Yeah, you know, you talk about that and that could go two ways, right? It could go the way that you're describing in a positive way and it could go the negative way. You could get bitter and you could get like jealous. You know, that could happen as well. It does happen in the sport. Absolutely. And I, I do see it every once in a while, you know, and it's sad. It's sad. And I, honestly, I don't frown upon it because I understand human nature and, and I understand like, but that was, I was getting to that point, right? Where it was like, I had two, pa- two paths to take and it's like, which, uh, which, which uh, wolf do you feed, right? You know, the one in the light or the one in the dark, you know? And I chose to feed the one in the light. I chose to feed all the positives, you know, all the things that I was getting bipartisan instead of all the things I wasn't, not getting recognition, not getting paid, not getting to be on this high level, not not getting to be in the same groups that, of certain people, you know? Uh, or, so all that stuff for me was like, uh, I, 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 it, there was a moment, just a bare moment where I was coming to the gym. I was like, man, I just got off work. I'm about to give three rounds, two rounds, four rounds, whoever. I'm about to do all these rounds with, with everybody. And then I'm about to go home. My wife's mad at me still, <laughs> you know? And uh, I had to go, man. But look, look at these guys. Like, look at these guys excelling out here. And even if they weren't excelling, right, even, even in the losses that we've taken, it's like, look at what we've been able to build through all this hard work and this grit and determination and consistency. It's like, man, there's there's just so much more in that that I started realizing, like, man, there's a lot there, you know? And I started really not taking it for granted. Yeah, and that's what makes you a, a, a great teammate, man. That's why I said earlier about how, you know, if you knew about the team, you – heard your name for many years and and man you get in your spotlight there's expectations out of you right because of your first couple of performances but what are your expectations of yourself my expectations are pretty simple you know and sometimes I think maybe I should be more uh a little bit more with it but I just want to continue to get better and in every facet right I want to continue to get better in every facet of MMA but also as, as every facet of being able to speak and be more illiterate you know being able to reach out and be on socials. I'm just trying to be a better man and wake up and be better every day. So if I can get that 1% better every day and pour myself into the things that we're doing and become part of a bigger community, that's something bigger than just me fighting. um, That's my goal. My end goal is just to be a part of that and to build something that, that supersedes fighting, you know, and I, I do hope I fight for a long time. I want to be at the top of the heap. I want to get into that top 15. I want to be that guy. And I, and I say it all the time, better guys have not gotten there, you know, and I realize that. But I'm going to grind. I'm going to give myself to everything that I have around me. And as long as I can do that each and every day, um, I'll, be, I'll be satisfied. Nice. And a couple more questions before I let you go. 299, Sean O'Malley is going to fight Chido Vera again. How much training do you do, actually, with O'Malley? Does O'Malley come in a lot and work with you guys? Do you work with him, you know, vice versa? So it just depends on what camp, right? So like this camp, like uh, he's not in camp right now. He just got the belt. He's doing his thing. But I have helped him for a lot of his camps, right? So usually during camps, I train with him a little bit more. And then I do go, I've been over Soul Fighter a couple of times uh, and train with him over there as well. And anytime he needs help or anything like that, I'll definitely jump in and help. But uh, for this camp, we haven't been training together. Uh, but yeah, if I mean, for the Cheeto camp, you know, if I'm one of those guys that can uh, mimic Cheeto, I'll definitely give him the work as well. And very, very much more during our camps we work together, not as much outside of it. But there goes that bond, you know what I mean? He came in and formed the bond with you guys, right? He's doing his own thing, but, yeah, you guys work together yeah. a lot. 
And that's what I say too, because like right now we don't, but like we've trained together for so many years. You know, when I was at LA Boxing, he was over there as well with Tim when he first got here from Montana. And then when I got to the lab training with him over there, but long before they started getting, you know, TW, BJJ all set up and everything. So uh, the friendship and all that definitely goes so supersedes like way all the extra stuff. And so that's why like our relationship's still how it is. He could hit me up uh, any given time and, Definitely still my training partner. Definitely still somebody who I will bleed for and, and help out for sure. What's your biased prediction on, on the fight? <laughs> Sugar Sean by finish, you know? I, and it's just, it is biased, but if you go back and look at the fight, you know, uh, Sugar was landing a lot of shots. He was controlling distance. He And he's only gotten better, you know? And I know Cheeto has too. I know Cheeto has as well. And I know Cheeto's going to have some of those answers to what Sugar is, you know? But... I do think that if Suge goes in there and does what he does, he absolutely will finish that fight. He can find his shot and he can get Cheeto out of there. It's a tough task, right? But if there's a person that can do it, Suge, Suge can. I think he's proven that, you know, he can't be underestimated. And I don't think Cheeto's going to underestimate him either. So I do think it's going to be a very tough task because Cheeto's going to give everything to this camp. He wants that belt, uh, be the first Ecuadorian uh, champion. And, you know, again, he's putting a lot of work too. So to say he doesn't deserve it would be a... Uh, would be foreshadowed, you know, be undermining him. So I definitely yeah. am going with sugar, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's definitely, I, again, I, I respect all these guys. These guys yeah. put their life and their blood and their sweat and soul into this thing. And Tito's going to come, he ain't going to lay down the wire. So it'll be tough, but I'm going with sugar. Of course. And you saw them, man, they're going to leave the UFC. A new program will come in. What are your overall thoughts on just PD testing in combat sports? Do you, do you like it? You don't really care about it? Do you think it's necessary? What do you think? It's I guess it's a little bit of all of it. I don't really, I'm not too concerned with it. It's not something that ever crossed, like really crossed my mind uh, as a necessity for me. Uh, so I like, for me, it's not like a, a big difference. I, I wouldn't know the difference. Uh, and then on the opposite side of it is like, um, it is, I guess it's supposed to be safer, right? We know what guys are taking. We know what guys are putting into their bodies. So um I'm I'm cool with it. You know, USADA's always been cool with me. I like when they pull up. They seem like nice people. I like that I know what that I'm te that I'm testing clean, you know? Like I like all those aspects of it, but for me I always say I don't know enough about the PED thing. I've never really looked into it at all. Um so, so to have an opinion on something that I'm completely like I've been looking at like Gordon Ryan and a couple of these <laughs> other like jiu-jitsu guys joking about it all. And I'm like, man, I don't know what these guys are talking about, but I mean, it sounds funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see, what, I see what you're saying. Man. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah He's like, yeah. I, I forget which one of them was saying it. He was like, you know, everyone's asking me why I have jujitsu matches against UFC fighters. And he was like, well, mostly because they were previously tested and I'm not. So it's a smart part for me. <laughs> I was like, all right, I hear you there, bro. Maybe there's something there, you know? But yeah. Uh, we did get the switch. I guess we had, I don't know what the new company's name is and everything, but finally started doing all of our whereabouts with them and everything. So I just got to act. It's so funny you bring up your I just got a uh, uh, test back today. So we good going to the end of the year. That's my sixth clear test. So I'm like, thank you. There you go. There you go, man. Hey, January 13th, Las Vegas. You're back in action. Thank you, Marcus, man, so much for the time and uh, all the best in the upcoming fight. It's going to be a, a banger. It's going to be fireworks for sure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on again as well, man. And yeah, I'll definitely be looking forward to jumping back on after. And hopefully, you know, we have good, well, it'll all be good news, you know, but, you know, that's the plan. So thank you again for having me on, brother.